Hello, friends. My name is Eric Cloward, and welcome to the Stoic Coffee Break. Humans are very social creatures, and it's our ability to be social and to cooperate that has allowed us to do all kinds of incredible things, like create very large and complex societies and all kinds of inventions and ideas. And this is what sets us apart from the other animals, is our ability to cooperate and our ability to be social. And we usually feel most at home when we're with other people, but there are times in our lives when we find ourselves alone. And most of us find it pretty uncomfortable. So in today's episode, I want to talk about how we learn to be comfortable with being alone. Before I begin today's episode, I just want to put a note out there. I'm working on a few episodes about how to create a meaningful life. And I wanted to ask you, my listeners, to let me know how you create a meaningful life. If you could go to my website at www.stoic.coffee and down at the bottom there's a contact me form. And if you could just drop me a note about what it is that you find that makes life meaningful. I really appreciate that. Also, if you just have any other questions or episodes that you would like to hear about or topics you'd like to hear about, go ahead and drop me a note. I am always looking for new ideas. And since you are the ones listening, I would really like to hear what ideas you guys want to talk about. So on with today's episode. A friend of mine who recently went through a breakup asked me how to deal with living alone. And I gave him a few suggestions, but I thought that it was a big enough question that I wanted to address it further. So when I went through my divorce, I found that the hardest thing for me was learning to live alone again. Um, I'd been married for about seven and a half years and it was such a drastic change in my life that it was really difficult at first. Now I had my kids part time and I found that when I would go drop them off to my ex-wife, it was really difficult to go back to my apartment because the quiet was just overwhelming. So one of the things that I would do is I would go to the grocery store or I would find some kind of social activity or even just go to a karaoke bar just to not have to be alone in that apartment because the quiet just was exceptionally overwhelming. And I found that on the days I forgot and just went straight home that I was so heartbreakingly alone that I would end up crying on the couch. And it took some time to learn how to be alone again because I was so used to the hum and the noise of family life and the rhythms of, you know, dinner and bath time and story time with the kids was just so comforting. And when it wasn't there, it was, it was a, it was a hard thing to deal with in my life. Alone in my apartment, I worked on making friends with being, being with the quiet I'd let myself feel that sadness at the ending of my marriage, and I often cried at missing story time with my kids. And sometimes it would just sneak up on me, and I would just feel this incredible sadness, and I would feel like I got the wind knocked out of me because sometimes the feelings were incredibly overwhelming. Now, I would still try and distract myself at times. I would read books or watch movies and play guitar. But through this experience, I learned to be okay with just kind of feeling like shit sometimes, and feeling that loneliness. Seneca said, Nothing to my way of thinking is better proof of a well-ordered mind than a man's ability to just stop where he is and pass some time in his own company. When we learn how to be alone, 
we learn that loneliness is not the enemy. It's just a reminder that we like being around other people. Because we're social creatures, it's built into us to want to be with other people. And often the hardest part about being alone, though, is the stories that our minds tell us about why we're alone. Things like, I'm not good enough, or people just don't want to be around me, or I deserve to be alone. And I think that this is where a lot of the loneliness comes from, is that our minds are trying to make sense of why we're alone. So it starts finding reasons to support it. And because we don't like hearing these things and the feelings that they create, we try to distract ourselves. TV, drinking, drugs, overeating, Facebook. They're just a few of the things that we use to distract ourselves from the constant dialogue that's going on in in our heads. But the thing is, is if you can sit with the quiet, you can start to hear the thoughts that are constantly humming in the background. And at first, it's really uncomfortable because you're going to feel all sorts of uncomfortable feelings because of the negative chatter that goes on in your head. But when you take time to listen to it and to really start to get to know yourself, well, then you can start to like yourself. And what's great about this is that if you don't like the company you're in, well, you're the person who can change that. You can work on becoming the person that you want to be and you can become somebody that you like. I mean, that's what the Stoics have taught us, that the only person that you can change is yourself. Being alone gives you that opportunity to take that to heart and start to work on changing yourself. Marcus Aurelius said, It is within your power to withdraw yourself whenever you desire. Perfect tranquility within consists in the good ordering of the mind, the realm of your own. When you can learn to be okay with being alone, you also develop a stronger sense of who you are. So in my case, I had to learn how to develop a a better sense of autonomy. So I had relied a lot on my ex-wife for a lot of things, and I had relied on my church for a lot of things as well. And now that I was no longer married and I was no longer Mormon, I had to reinvent myself. So the identity that I had held for so long just really wasn't reflective of who I was anymore. I had to decide the kind of life that I wanted to live and create the kind of person that I wanted to be. When you can be comfortable with the quiet, then you find that being alone can be a refuge from the noisiness of the world. And with all the technology we have that keeps us connected, sometimes you really do need to disconnect from all the noise and the chatter and just hear yourself think. So you can put down your phone, you can turn off Netflix and just listen to the quiet. And when you do that, and you take off the pressure to rush or be anywhere or to do anything, then you can just learn to be comfortable with yourself. And rather than reacting from one distraction after another, you can really listen to and get to know yourself. And you might be surprised at what you learn about the one person that you really should know better than anyone else. And that's the Stoic Coffee Break for today. Be good to each other, and be good to yourself. And thanks for listening. Hey friends, thanks for listening to the podcast. If you like what you hear, I would really appreciate if you could help support me by making a pledge on Patreon. You can find me at patreon.com slash stoiccoffee. Even just a small amount helps in keeping this podcast going. Also, head on over to my website at www.stoic.coffee and sign up for our weekly newsletter. 
And lastly, if you know of someone that might like or could benefit from this podcast, please share it with them. Word of mouth is one of the best ways to help this podcast grow. Thanks again for listening. Hello, friends. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you like what you hear, head on over to patreon.com slash stoic coffee and help support this podcast by becoming a patron. Also, swing by our website at www.stoic.coffee where you can sign up for our newsletter and buy some great looking shirts and hoodies at the new Stoic Coffee Shop. Also, if you know of somebody that would benefit from or would appreciate this podcast, please share it. Word of mouth is always the best way to help this podcast grow. Thanks again for listening, and we'll talk to you next week.